you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Fantasy Freaks and Geeks, what's up? It's about that time. Can you guys... uh? <laughs> Contain your sniffles, please. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you're listening to the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. James Go here. Got a packed house. We're actually doing this in front of a live studio audience today. I'm excited. Uh, we've got the franchise is in the building. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> I've been looking at the numbers all morning. Oh, boy. The from Wisconsin, Alex Gilhar, in the building. What an interesting start to the episode. <laughs> it's going to be fun this today. This is going to be a bad show. <laughs> oh, boy. MG, my guy, Marcus Grant. What's going on? I, I, I don't even know. Okay, can, I can, don't even know. Can what? I? What? Can I just say, when we came up here, it was yes. me and Harmon and Harmon's sister, who's uh-huh. behind the glass with Gelhar right now, and we, everything was dark. None of the lights were on. Yes. And we were like, oh, man, Gelhar doesn't even have anything fired up, not doing his job as usual, blah, blah, blah. Just joking around. Right. Not joking. And then Marcus pops up from behind the desk in the <laughs> darkness. He's like, oh! <laughs> scares the crap out of all of us hiding up here. Wait, is that true? Yes, it's that true. happened. It is that, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm just going to go home now because I've done enough for the day. Yeah. Scared <laughs> us. pretty good. I'm, I'm done for the day Oh, now. my God. I don't, have, I, don't, I don't have a good startle response. I, I get very... Very frightened. This is ter- this is terrific. Uh, we have Matt Harmon in the building as well. What's going on, pal? Oh man, I I, I feel good. Thanksgiving was yesterday, and I'm I'm, I'm you went big yesterday. Didn't I'm, you? I'm fat, hungry, or I'm fat, happy, and hungover. Oh, so oh, I feel good. There you go. I was gonna say hungry. And well, I, I'm getting a little hungry. I'm getting a little hungry too. And again, the live studio audience as well. Yeah, my sister is here. We might have to bring her in for a guest spot, I think, during Daily Daps. Does she have... Nice. Provided we haven't embarrassed her yet. Yeah, I know. Do we have... uh, Does she have... uh, Does she also have uh, wide receiver data for us? I doubt it. Uh, I highly doubt that. But we do have some things she she does need to talk about later. Oh, interesting. What a tease. But we'll we'll get to that. Uh, We will react to the Thursday day games. Thursday? Thursday day? How about Thanksgiving day games as well? Sure. We will have... 
franchise is fiery phoner. Yes, Yay. we will. Uh, we will have deep sleepers for those of you as well, considering that it is Friday. You need some desperation plays. We got your deep sleepers covered. We'll go EDG as well every damn game. But as always, we start the show with your top headlines. The camera highlights in the world of sports. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. This is the woo. I like turtles. We continue to follow breaking news. I watch the news because I'm a kid. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife. All right, this just came down the news wire. Jordan Reed reportedly has a grade three AC joint separation. It's one of the worst shoulder separations that you can have. It's a dislocated shoulder, basically. But it's one of the worst uh, grades that you could possibly get. He doesn't necessarily need surgery. Uh, they haven't talked about a timeline if he's going to miss any games. Uh, maybe he misses nothing. We saw him get injured there in the first quarter and then came back in the second half, guys. And, I mean, he dominated. Ten catches, uh, 95 yards, a couple touchdowns, including one massive one-handed diving grab for 30-plus yards. I don't know what to make of the injury news, but a grade three separation is no bueno. What a beast. I mean, this. so this just happened. So you obviously have not had time to reach out to one of your 15 <laughs> doctor friends that I apparently have you have. I have so not. we're, we're, we're kind of working in the dark here. But <laughs> if he does miss time, I mean, there's just – that's probably good news for the rest of the players because there's just so many options in the Washington offense right now. And Vernon Davis would come right back on our radar. He Ooh. produced well when Reed was out last time because he was already hurt this year earlier. And, you know, he was also playing – you know, producing when Reed was even in the lineup. Right. Right. It's true. When we previewed the Thanksgiving games uh, on on well, we recorded it on Wednesday. Marcus was talking about how Reed was sort of due for that huge blow up game that he hadn't had yet. Boom. And I would say that Thanksgiving was it. But, like it happened. But it uh, happen. on the flip side, did it happen though? It happened. It happened. I'm looking at the numbers right now and can confirm it. Uh, did on the flip side, this Go. is the guy you you knew when you drafted Jordan Reed. If you reached for him in the fourth round or whatever it was, that right. he's one of these guys that is not that durable. So that's true as well. All right, let's go to Buffalo. Sammy Watkins could return Sunday versus the Jags. He practiced this week in a limited capacity. Rex Ryan says Sammy Watkins' uh, snaps would be limited if he does play, plus the Jags got this uh, character by the name of Jalen Ramsey, who's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't play him this week, obviously, but, I mean, Stashium makes a whole heck of a lot of sense. His schedule, he's got Oakland next week. That's nice. That's not bad at all. If you have Sammy Watkins, hopefully you, you picked him. If he's out there on the waiver wire, go get him right now. Uh, Rob Gronkowski practiced in a limited capacity Thursday with a perforated lung slash chest injury, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he is considered day-to-day. It's at least possible he plays versus the Jets. What do you guys do there? Uh, if he plays, you play him. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think it's, I think it's that. Uh, you look, you, That's some good hashtag analysis. You like that? <laughs> That's why we you pay like you the big, yes. the big bucks. Wait, you get paid? Oh. Um, well, I'm actually a, a volunteer. So, look, if he plays, you, there, there's of course, you know, he can play, and there's always the fear that maybe he's not 100% right. and they go somewhere else. But it's one of those things where when he's out on the field, if if you sit him and he puts up a big number, that's kind of on you. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think it's more a concern of is he going to be a decoy? Uh, is he going to be used in a full, you know, number of snaps? True, but, you know, any range of outcomes for Gronk is okay. always the possibility of him putting up a big number in any circumstance. It's That's just, true. It's just That's true. It's too much of a risk to take to sit him knowing who he is and what he means. What he means to that offense. I mean, even watching them uh, against the 49ers last week, 
when he wasn't there, you know, the Patriots won because they are a superior team to the 49ers. But you could tell at times that As offense is the looked rest of the league. Uh, true. Sources. <laughs> um, my eyes. Uh, but you could see that that offense looked different when he wasn't there. They kind of bogged down at parts during the game when it looked early on like they might just run away. So I do think it's a high-risk, high-reward. To your point, though, I wouldn't even be surprised if they only bring him in yeah. in goal-line packages. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, if they're going to limit his snaps in any way, the, when he's on the field, it'll probably be in scoring position. Yeah, so. it's probably true. The other caveat with Gronk is he goes in one of the later Sunday afternoon games. Ooh, uh, so if you tricky, wait tricky. it out and he does, he's inactive, you don't have many choices. Maybe like Clive Walford or Virgil Green. Or, Virgil Green's got to be or, still out there. Yeah, or maybe even Jared Cook on the Monday night game. That's true. But you don't have a lot of options. What about Zach Ertz, though? Yeah, well, maybe. Ertz is probably I mean, not available. Michael anyway, Rivera? But. Oh, now we're getting So just keep, an, just keep an eye on that. You're rolling the dice if you're I do sticking like with it. Gronk. In Philadelphia, Ryan Matthews did not practice this week. He's got a knee injury. Another Darren shocking Sproles. news. <laughs> Another shocking news. Uh, Ryan Matthews is injured. Shocking. Uh, Darren Sproles, fractured rib, but he practiced in full on Thursday. He's expected to play Monday night against the Packers. Wendell Smallwood has all of a sudden become a very popular name in fantasy. Alex Gelhar, your take there. I, I don't want anything to do with this backfield. Nothing? No. I mean, the Packers just gave up three touchdowns in what? A bajillion yards? So great. great. Kenyon Barner's going to get two touches on three carries, and Wendell Smallwood's going to post 40 yards, and Sproles is going to have 50 total, and everybody's <laughs> going to be full-on tilting during the Monday night game. Like... Unless unless it gets more clear, because the trouble is, like, Matthews hasn't practiced, but they said earlier in the week he's on track to play. Mm. So, like, I, I don't know. I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm the crazy one in that I kind of believe in Ryan Matthews. Like, Ryan Matthews? To, to play? I do, well, just because, well, I mean, if he plays, oh, he's watching not. him, the dude is running hard. And yeah. he's oh, for sure. running well. It's just that Doug Peterson every now and then is like, nah, nah. We, don't need, we don't need to pick up yards. <laughs> No, I'll say this about Ryan Matthews, and, and I'm one of the biggest Ryan Matthews haters. When he plays, <laughs> uh, he looks good. Uh, I thought uh, I thought this at Fresno State. I thought this at uh, when he was a San Diego Charger, and I've thought this when he was an Eagle as well. The only there's two problems, and, and these are major problems for running backs. He's never healthy, and B, he loves to fumble the ball. Yeah, I, I think those. I don't, two I don't think are, he loves. Oh, he so loves much. It. He <laughs> absolutely loves. It. He's just, <laughs> might, just like I can't wait. Hold this ball. <laughs> he cannot wait. Uh, those are my only two problems with Ryan Matthews. But no, you're right. I, I think when he does play, uh, and when he plays well, you're like, holy hell, this guy's explosive athlete. I think Smallwood should be on rosters, though. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah he was. Uh, a, oh no doubt. He would like headline the waiver wire column last week, but I just I don't know if I want to play him this week because. Yeah, the hell knows. And or if, even if you if you're relying on him in the game right before the game, they're like, "Oh, Matthews is yeah, going to play." Because you're like, "Oh, cool, well, it's the Monday night game, <laughs> so awesome. you're screwed." This is this is great. Yeah, that's true. The Monday night factor does uh, uh, yeah. make it a little little dicey. But uh, I would, man, I'd be shocked if Ryan Matthews. It's plays. a great matchup, but it is. I don't want anything to do with it. Right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Jeremy Macklin mispracticed again with a sore groin. Uh, don't expect him to play Sunday night against Denver. Even if he was going to play, who really cares? Because we're going to play him anyways. <laughs> he hasn't done anything. All right, uh, R.I.P. Macklin. <laughs> Do you think he's just tired of running seven-yard routes and not having the ball thrown <laughs> he to him? Possible. He should be at full energy if he's only running those <laughs> short routes. He uh, should be at, at full speed. That's a very good point. Jake Cutler apparently does not have a labrum tear, maybe possibly. John Fox is going John Fox. There's a lot of not surprising things on the news, like Jordan Reed is hurt. 
That's right. true. John Fox hurt. lied about an injury. Somebody may or may not be hurt in Chicago, John but he sure as hell not going to tell injuries. you. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so we're kind of just business as usual. Why are we even doing this? I love, I love John Fox because last week it was, hey, Jordan Howard has some kind of Achilles injury. And, Achille- and, and Jordan Howard says, nah. Literally, quote, nah. <laughs> nah. And then, and then Jay Cutler reportedly has a labrum tear, might need season-ending surgery, and then John Fox is like, no, actually, he's John day- Fox says, nah. Nah. <laughs> he's day-to-day. Bro. It's not a lot what, of, I don't think what a weird situation. The absurdity of this whole thing. Yeah. It's so I, stupid. It's, it's, it's you, guys, a- you guys think Fox is going to survive this? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess there you go. Uh, regardless, uh, for real life purposes and how absurd the whole Chicago Bears situation is, uh, for fantasy purposes, Matt Barkley is expected to start. Uh, there's no Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, there's no Zach Miller. There's no Zach Miller who's gone for nobody. a No Kyle Long on the offensive don't, line. Don't touch this offense. Cameron yeah. Meredith, look, I guess for the people who have Cameron Meredith and Jordan Howard as well, they're yeah. taking on Tennessee. Uh, are you... I no. mean, Cameron Meredith, at least, uh, no. you talk about target no. share. Or, no. 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 <laughs> I'm just I'm playing There's devil's there, advocate. I think Barkley has a career, like, passer rating of 55 or something like that. It's, it's horrible. I don't think he's ever thrown a touchdown pass in the National Football League in a regular season game. So, no. I mean. So, Cam Meredith out? Okay. Cam Meredith, no. And quite frankly, if you are in a league where your trade, trade deadline has not passed, I do believe our NFL.com Sunday one is is Sunday. Yeah, I would try to deal Jordan Howard now. Unfortunately, I only have him in, on one team, and I I can't because of the trade deadline. By the way, but you I would uh, like to. you oversold Matt Barkley's career. Yeah. Rating. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah, you did. This is uh, it's it's thirty four point two. Oh, he's you know what? Bad. But one he's of those bad. starts was against on a short week against Seattle. He's, was it not? He's never started. That's, no, that was Jimmy Clausen. Oh, that year. was Jimmy Clausen. Jimmy Clausen saw Seattle twice last year. That was so lamb. funny. Oh, Five, it wasn't funny for Jimmy Clausen. No, it wasn't. No, he got, Bar- got Bar- murdered. Up. Barkley's never started a game since being drafted in 2013. He's appeared in five career games in relief. Okay. Uh, in those five games, he has a total of 381 yards, zero touchdowns, and six interceptions. Whoa. So. <laughs> oh, my God. God, uh, I yeah. think oh, I, not that anybody's going to play him, but that just deserves a little. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of screaming, amazing. this is kind of the defining image of Matt Barkley's NFL career. And this is great for radio. Nobody can see this. What but is it? He's, he looks scared. It's an he image scared. of him very frightened. It's a picture of him with the Eagles, and it looks like he's crying. <laughs> he's I, will, I will send it to you. You know what <laughs> it I might is? tweet it out. You know Actually, what that tweet picture it out is? so people can go. I will tweet it out. You know what that picture is? He's crying. He. It looks like he's saying, I don't want to throw I don't want to do it. I don't want to. No, he looks like straight up, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I don't want to throw this interception, <laughs> but I have to. <laughs> It's so sad. Uh, Jordan Howard, though, I, again, uh, I, I know you're advocating trading him, but if the trade deadline's passed, whatever, whatever, uh, the running back position has been decimated. Uh, you figure he's going to see a pretty good workload. Yeah. It's not like, gonna, it's not like Tennessee like, is is some kind of, you know, shutdown defense. Well, they're also allowing just 92 rushing yards per game this season. Mm. Uh, and, I mean, what's going to stop them from just putting nine guys in the box? True. And saying, okay, 
Matt Barkley, if you go out and you beat us, Mr. Still haven't thrown a touchdown pass in your NFL career, if you come out and beat us, then we tip our hats and you know we go That's about true. our – Also, if John Fox is giving Jordan Howard 20 carries when they're down by 50 billion points in the first quarter, like <laughs> then he definitely deserves to, to well, lose his job. <laughs> this is what we've been talking about with running backs pretty much since the preseason, especially like with Todd Gurley and other players. Like You want running backs that are attached to good, efficient offenses – and with good quarterback play and good offensive lines, and the Bears do not have any of those three things right now. They do not check those boxes. Uh, the Titans defense, are they a good streamer? Yes. Yep. Oh, God. Definitely. Yep. Do we need to read you those passer rating numbers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Mark Ingram got in limited practices this week. He's coming back from a concussion. He's, uh, as of Thursday night, was still in the concussion protocol, but he did tell reporters he expects to play against the Rams and Getting in those practices would indicate that as much. All right, let's talk about those Thanksgiving Day games. Uh, for Detroit, I'll ask you guys about Marvin Jones. 11 targets, but four catches for 54 yards. Are you encouraged by the looks or discouraged by the results? Matt Harmon? I think this offense is becoming increasingly harder to predict every week where the ball is going to go. I mean, Eric Ebron didn't get a catch. I don't even know if he got targeted. He had one target. He had one target. Yeah, it just doesn't show up in one website's box score because it was so irrelevant. Uh, (laughs) But, I mean, it's just, yeah, so this offense right now, like we went went into this game and a lot of other people went into this game saying that I think the most predictable assets that you should use are Theo Riddick and Eric Ebron. Ebron got blanked and Riddick had five targets. Jones, like you said, had 11. Bolden had nine. I know. Golden Tate had seven. I mean, this. I just don't think that we can really reliably go in week to week and be like, this is where the ball is going to go in the Detroit offense. Yeah. There I, were reports coming into this week, though, that the offense coordinator wanted to get Marvin Jones more looks. Yeah. And as a result, he did get more looks, 11 targets. So, I, I again, I just kind of – I wonder if, if that may be a trend moving forward. He was targeted in the, in the end zone on one one throw too and I think it hit him in the chest and he just dropped it <laughs> that's encouraging oh, that's but awful. but I mean the, you know there was coverage and stuff but yeah, it's yeah. nice to see that they're looking at him right. in the end zone again because it feels like the last two games he had two catches for like 20 total yards so true I'm encouraged by this but like Harmon said it's just so unpredictable I mean for me the key is can they keep both Marvin Jones and Golden Tate relevant at the same time yeah oh you mean Marvin Jones and Anquan Bolden. My bad. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, what, what did Bolden go for? Sixty yards in a touch. Uh, Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Nice. Oh, he had a nice, nice game. He had a very nice game. Um, but yeah, you know, early in the season, it was all Marvin Jones with no Golden Tate. Then old JBC decided, hey, we need to get Golden Tate involved. So we saw a lot of Golden Tate, and you know Marvin Jones was basically just you know running around in circles for right. no apparent reason on That's the true. field. So. I am encouraged that Marvin Jones is seeing the ball come his way more. Now the trick is, can Matthew Stafford spread it around enough so that Marvin Jones has value, that Golden Tate stays relevant, and that maybe if you are hurting and streaming, you can get uh, Anquan Bolden. And look, I had to play Anquan Bolden in the Dynasty League because my wide, yeah, receiver, buddy. My wide receiver core is trash. There you go. But it worked out. I love the uh, irony of you playing Bolden in a dynasty. I know. <laughs> and getting, sad. getting a hell of a day out of it. Dynasties are old. I love it. Quan Bolden is old. I um, like it. That's true. I just think that we always talk about trying to target concentrated passing attacks, and this is like the farthest thing from that's, a concentrated yeah. passing attack. That's like, true. Even over the last Even over the last several weeks, like – the distribution is like 20%, 19%, 18% like for all these guys. So it's way too tough to predict when they're going to get these games. And 
I'm like, get me out of this passing attack unless it's Theo Riddick in a PPR league. Fellas, even even Andre Roberts had four targets yesterday. Oh, so, man. I mean, he's it, a factor, too. I think they play the Saints next week, though, so that might be a nice matchup to take advantage of. Somebody's going to blow up. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Washington. Kirk Cousins just had a day, man. You just 400. skipped over the Vikings offense. Yeah, well, well, there's, there's a reason nothing for to that. Report nothing backfield, to see here. There's a reason for that. With digs out, Thielen did see 11 targets. That's eight true. Eight catches, okay day in PPR. Kyle Rudolph was a monster in PPR too, nine for 64. But but that's Sam it. Bradford wouldn't throw a pass further than three yards. So there I was well. Hor- I was horrified to see. I was like, oh, he's got 31 completions off 37 attempts. That's really good. Oh man, he only threw for 224 yards. How do you see that? Six six per attempt. But that's the way this offense has been, though. That's ugly. Yeah, did not throw a touchdown. That was gross. <laughs> uh, I was I he was <laughs> outscored by Scott Tolzien. Suck it, franchise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, eight fantasy points from Scott Tolzien. Uh, I'm sorry. Is he a top it? five quarterback in he's, in week 12 he's right, the top now five right now or not? Back right now. Eight, wow. 8.8 fantasy points, <laughs> bro. Five. No comment. <laughs> yep, top five out of six. Good. Well, go ahead. Uh, sink your careers on t- Scott Tolzien. <laughs> My I, I legitimately thought he was going to die after the second time. Oh, I know. He did get obliterated. He's like, getting smashed. I just thought he was dead. It was right. sad. Wait, sorry. We're jumping the gun a little bit. Let's go back to Washington okay. and Dallas now. All right, that's fine. Uh, Kirk Cousins, <laughs> 449 yards, Ooh, three touchdowns. Wee. Uh, he went nuts. Yeah. yeah. He Get the hell absolutely out of here. Nuts. Like Deep balls, too. You like that? No, I don't like any of this. You do. You love it. Second time in four games, he's had 400-plus passing yards, FYI. It's the fourth consecutive game of two or more touchdowns. He's been averaging 24.34 fantasy points per game over his last five wow. contests. Be good. He 53 attempts. Going nuts. Um, do you he might lead the league in passing yards when all said and done. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. The yardage is just going crazy. Um, do you do you think he can keep this up? Why would he not? Seriously, he's, why, he's why done it he? against good defenses. He's done it against bad defenses, and he's got a ton of weapons. Like you know, he he spread the ball around, but he's got you know Deshaun Jackson had 118 in a touch. Garcon was the quiet one. He only had 43 yards, but Crowder, Davis, Reed, like it's it's a it's a great situation for him. One thing I do want to note from this game though is that. This is what uh, we talked about being the fear when they he, they played the Packers last week is that if uh, in games that turn into more to shootouts or super pass-heavy game script, Rob Kelly fades to the background. Washed. Yep. 14 attempts Washed. 37 yards, and he was out-snapped oh, by okay. Chris Thompson because Thompson was in like the whole second half when Washington was and, chasing. And yeah. when he did get carries, I think he got a few like inside the five-yard line, but he was just getting hit behind the line of scrimmage. And Longest the, run was eight yards. The I Dallas was- D-line was just... Demolishing. I almost feel like what kind of gets overlooked when we talk about this team okay. is the fact that, I mean, Jake Gruden, Jake Gruden's history was in the Arena League, and he has kind of built an Arena League team in a lot of ways. I mean, yeah, he's, Ooh, got, interesting. he's got a lot of small, speedy receivers. Like, they don't have any big, you know, big, big, big wide well. receivers. Yeah. Like, Jim, Jordan Reed is like their biggest pass catcher, maybe yeah. he and Vernon Davis. And he's and he's even smallish for a tight end, actually. Yeah. Right. So, but he's got, I mean, Washington has a lot of small, speedy receivers they who do. can kind of like, you know, they can get downfield, they can get in intermediate routes. Um, and they have a quarterback who's basically going to sling the rock a whole lot of times yeah, and try does. to get the ball out as quickly as possible. I mean, it, it's like, it, it really is like Jay Gruden has rebuilt the, was the Orlando Predators, Rattlers, who knows? I don't know. Whatever. Rumble ponies, and brought them, <laughs> and brought them to, to DC now. Uh, Can we talk? Point. Two Please. two things too. Like and and on defense, they're a pass. The, they they stop the pass pretty well because they've got good corners and they have good pass rushers, but they can't stop the run. But can we talk about 
the hottest take of all time that was Uh-oh. dropped by one Alex Gelhar yesterday <laughs> as we were watching Jordan Reed play. Can, you can s- we set, it, set it up. Set well, it up. So, so I was I was noticing, and I was like, you know, Jordan Reed, like, he's not really, like, ripped. You know, like, other tight ends. Like, and you mentioned he's a small guy, but I mean, like, you know, Gronk and especially like Jimmy Graham, they've got these guns. Like, oh, they're, they're huge. Real good, just cut shape. And Jordan Reed, like, he's not. Like, he, he looks like... Almost just kind of like he's got like he's got a big top body, but like I don't know, he's not, but he's not cut. So, but so anyway, so we're a couple drinks in on Thanksgiving, and I wanted to to crack wise a little bit. So I said, yeah. yeah, he's basically like a skinny Justin Perillo. And my <laughs> eyebrows melted off, right? Justin. Like Justin Perillo. <laughs> what? Hold up, dude. What? Yeah. Think so, about it. No. How many people listening to this even know who Justin Perillo is? Who the hell is Perillo Justin Perillo? If you don't know, who, if you don't know who Justin, no, 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 Perillo, that's not true. If you listen to this podcast, you know. I guarantee you, you are right. running Justin to Perillo. Google right, right now. Yeah. Right. I if you don't, it. if you don't, if you're a first time listener, thanks. But look, for coming was, on board. It was a joke. Justin Perillo, as many the people who know his body type, just has zero definition. And, zero. He looks like me. Reed is the slim down version of that. Man, I don't even know where to go with that. I was trying to legitimately picture that. And I I came up with with air. It's interesting. It's it's, it's not it was, interesting. It was a joke fire it's, take. It's on Thanksgiving. It's really uh, let's talk about Dallas. <laughs> Dak and Zeke are pretty good. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, wow. They are just. I mean, Dak so just moving fun. forward. You can't. I mean, you cannot sit this guy. Nope. I mean, unless you had, you know, Aaron Rodgers or I, I don't even know who else. Well, see, here's the thing. I would think that a lot of people who have Dak Prescott probably do have quarterback issues because they probably went and spent the draft pick on a quality quarterback, you know? So it's sure it's very plausible that you are looking at an Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott dilemma or a Matt Ryan, Dak Prescott dilemma. I can see that one. You know, that you, one I can see. You really could be looking at that dilemma because at the start of the year, look, Dak was an afterthought. It's true. Nobody was nobody was drafting Dak. You were maybe taking a late-round flyer, picking him yeah. up off the waiver wire. Dude, I picked up Dak in week seven in my 12-team league. Yeah. yeah. It's true. No, it's 100% true, but he's just emerged now as having such a safe floor yeah. and such a high ceiling, too. It's just, I, I don't know, man. It's 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 really fun to watch him play uh, and throw paper cups into the trash can as well. <laughs> Environmentally uh, friendly. Yes, he is. He's such a nice guy. Such Look a nice at him. Guy. Such a nice guy. Uh, Zeke Elliott. He's got abs. Unstoppable. Now he's ripped. Now he's ripped. He's ripped. He's really not ripped. a skinny Justin Perillo. No, yes. no, he's really really good. Uh, for Pittsburgh now, how about Antonio Brown? Business Three? is booming. Business is booming. Uh, I know that there was that <clears throat> horrific on the road trend. Well, for Big Ben, seems like that's not true. Well. At least not, it is not, true. At least not yesterday. At least not yesterday. The Colts are, yeah, I don't know. I, why, why were they trying to put Vontae Davis one-on-one with A.B.? Yeah, man, and, and poor Von, I feel bad for Vontae. Like, he came in banged he up. He had a bad too. ankle. I know. And he's got to try to guard Antonio Brown. It's, I mean, Davis is a fair. great player. Yeah. It's just, I mean, you can't ask him to guard A.B. one-on-one, that, can that, you? That's a tough matchup when you're completely healthy. That's true. <laughs> you know, so to have him try to do it. At less than 100%, yeah, that's rough. And, and by the way, like, uh, of course, in, in, in theme of teams not telling us the truth, yes. the uh, the Steelers came into this pretty much like, oh, yeah, you know, Ladarius Green, you know, chains are off, we're ready to roll. He played 12 snaps yesterday. He played 12, 12 snaps? 12 plays, yeah. Now, but he did get, what did he get, six, three or six, four? Six targets. Okay, six two, targets. Two for over 60 yards. That's not bad. I don't, I, it's, it's not bad, like, usage-wise, but it's tough to trust a player that's going to play 12, 12 snaps. snaps. 
That's you know, uh, he had, that's he had three targets. My bad. I don't know why I said six. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, okay. Well, but uh, but regarding uh, you like the yardage. I know he had one big one, right? Thirty-four yeah. yard or something. Yeah, maybe because they they kind of had a feeling they were going to uh, uh, win that game pretty uh, <laughs> early. Okay, uh, perhaps they were like, yeah, let's not risk Green or anything. But he's definitely somebody that's that's hard to trust right now. All right, there you go. What about on the other sideline? The Colts are a little bit. Well, I mean, you know, I don't know. What, it, can you take anything away from from Tolzien playing there? And no, I mean, Moncrief had a horrendous drop. I mean, other than Tolzien, I think played better than a lot of us expected him to. Oh yeah, he didn't get a lot of help from oh, his yeah. teammates. Yeah, he still. I mean, Moncrief had eleven targets. T.Y. Hilton did go out with a back injury, never returned. Moncrief had eleven targets and scored a touchdown because poor Adam Vinatieri owners. Yeah, that was rough. That was no fun. He had one point. I feel oh. like. I feel like if you are Scott Tolzien okay. after that game yes. and you were asked to make a speech, you probably stood up in the room and you said, what would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand <laughs> up and walk out on me? Because he didn't get any help from his friends. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Uh, thank you for that. No, I was, I was, I've, that? Been, I've been working on that for the last that? Uh, oh there's, my God. Uh, there's, there, there's, there's nothing else really to say about this game now, is there? No, there's no. not. All right, I, th- I think we've got a phone call coming through. Hold on. Prepare yourselves for eating. It's franchise's fiery phone-in of the week. My fire take is that Alfred Morris gets revenge on the Redskins. Revenge! Revenge! <laughs> In a poof of smoke, Matt, franchise Franciscovich, disappeared from the podcast room and now has reappeared like the devil he is. You call for the devil, and the devil shall appear. From wow. the smoky depths of hell. Or Maybe the roo- possibly or the, roof the, the roof parking top. structure. <laughs> no, no, I'm in hell. I'm in hell. <laughs> hell chise here. Always in hell. It is time for the franchise's fiery phoner. Give me a yeah, lock of guys, the week. You guys were eating turkey yesterday. I was eating fire. Uh, that, okay. that joke did not hit, but that, keep going. <laughs> who's, who's your lock? <laughs> Give me a lock of the All week. All right, my lock of the week is uh, – Look, look, I'm sad about Kristen Michael being cut from the Seahawks. Okay. And now CJ Procise is injured. Um, so my lock of the week is it's finally all you Thomas Rawls truthers. Mm. It's finally his time to be a running back one this week. Let's go with the Thomas Rawls. He's going to get all the carries despite CJ Procise being on pace for 284 yards and four touchdowns after the first quarter last week. <laughs> he went out with an injury. So it's Rawls' backfield. Tampa Bay allows the 11th most fantasy points per game to running back, ah. including nine total touchdowns. So I think Rawls finds the end zone this week against the Bucs. Bust of the week. My bust is Spencer Ware of the Kansas Ooh. City. Look, you guys, all of you guys have him ranked in the top 10. I don't know what you're thinking. I have him ranked at 16 because I think he's going to bust. Uh, yeah, Denver is bad against the run, but uh, – the, the Chiefs have struggled to move the ball of late. In weeks 9 through 11, the Chiefs' their offense is averaging just 18.7 points per game, 276 yards, and 78.3 rush yards per game as a team. And they rank 31st in red zone touchdown percentage. Ooh. So I don't, mm. like, I don't like Spencer Ware this week. So cut him. Send him to the waiver wire. Now, now, wait, that, that, and that wasn't the fire take. <laughs> I was going to say now, now he's spitting back <laughs> some of that, uh, some of that fire. I like it. Sleeper afternoon. of the week, pal. Give All me right, one. I look, I looked at the numbers for about five minutes, and I came up with this. Oh boy. It's Dion Lewis of the New England Patriots made Ooh. his return last week, getting integrated into the offense. They play the Jets, 
who are tough against the run, but give up a lot of passing yards to running backs. And with Gronk's status up in the air, Martellus Bennett injured, and Chris Hogan possibly going to miss another game, I think Tom Brady is going to look for Deion Lewis in the passing game and load him up with some catches. Dude, I like that one. How about a fire take? What's the fire take of the week? Oh, my fire take. Look, I'm going to bookend this phone-in with, with Kristen Michael. Look, we started with Thomas Rawls and the Seahawks. Yes. Let's bookend it with Kristen Michael. He's going to score the first rushing touchdown of any running back on the Packers this week. <laughs> he spent some time reading the playbook since he went to the Packers. They're trying to teach him some stuff. And, look, man, if they can make Ty Montgomery a running back on that team, Kristen Michael should be able to eat. Oh, man, wow. I like it. I like wow. that. Franchise, cool yourself off before coming back into the podcast studio, pal. Actually, it's cold in here. Right. Just come on in. <laughs> it's always cold in here. Ah, what a fiery phone. All right, we'll see you in Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. All right, let's talk about Deep Sleepers. It's Friday, which means you're desperate. The waiver wires have already run. Let's give the folks out there a little bit of hope. Let's start with Alex Gelhar. Oh, Give we're me. start with me for hope. This isn't hope. Oh, uh, this, this is hope. This is the Hail Mary. Oh, no, I like Hail it. Marys. Deep sleeper time. Whiskey from Wisconsin. Give it to me. Rex Burkhead. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals. Let's go. Uh, this is simply a bore of attrition in that backfield. Giovanni Bernard's out. They still don't know if they can activate Cedric Pierman off of uh, IR yet. So the next man up is Rex Burkhead. He has, he has been used by this team in the past. Uh, if you remember in the 2013-2014 playoffs, the uh, the Colts featured Burkhead pretty heavily. He had like 60-some total yards, I think, in almost the first half, and then he disappeared. But anyways, oh. they lost AJ Green. They lost Giovanni Bernard. Somebody's got to step up catch some dump-offs out of the backfield and spell Jeremy Hill. So, hey, why not? Rex Burkhead, sure. This is great. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. Okay. Wow. That was uh, – you did not sell that one well. You did I not Did not sell Sorry. That one. No hope like, here from uh, Rex Burkhead. <laughs> oh, boy. MG, my guy, Marcus Grant, give me a deep sleeper. Well, here in Los Angeles, of course, uh, lots of people are big fans of Kendrick Lamar, but I'm going this week with Lance Kendricks. Yeah, buddy. That was oh. a really weird analogy and a stretch. No, I liked there, it. But, all right, thanks. That's, uh, that's in the vein of Danger Zone. You like sure. that? I do. I love all right. That. Well, Lance Kendricks, I mean – I know it's been hard to count on any any Rams player except you know, maybe Kenny Britt has been the most consistent guy. But if you look at it, I mean, Kendrick's usage rate has actually been pretty good all year long. I mean, he has been hanging around. Uh, he's averaged around eight targets or so for the last uh, five or six games that the Rams have played. So they're going to him. And we saw a lot of that last week with Jared Goff making his first start, of course, as I have been uh, fond to say in the past. Young quarterbacks and tight ends go together like chicken and waffles. They so do. this could be a situation where you see Kendricks get the ball thrown his way a lot. The difference between this week and last week for the Rams, in a sloppy game, in the rain, uh, a game that stayed close, the Rams kind of had the luxury of being able to, to lean on their running game a little bit more. True. I don't know that that's going to be the case with the Saints this week. They're going to try to turn this thing into a track meet, see if they can get Jared Goff in a shootout. That means he's going to have to throw the ball more. 49-7 uh, will be the final score there. Did you just suggest starting Lance Kendricks, bro? He did. It's he a did. deep sleeper, man. Remember last Do you remember what happened to me two weeks ago and then you clapped in my face and said, you started a bad player on a bad team <laughs> in fantasy. Ah! That's true. You did do that. I did do that. And so if, if Lance Kendricks goes Lance Kendricks, <laughs> Kendrick's on me, then I will await that happening to me. Oh, That's great. Boy. Dang it. I, love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Matt Harvey, give me a deep sleeper, pal. Muhammad Sanu, I think. Mo Sanu? Yeah. Really? I, what? I, th I believe we were writing last week or two weeks ago that I wanted Muhammad Sanu 
the entirety out of my life. Well, too bad, pal, because he's still a starter <laughs> at wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, also, Taylor Gabriel, <laughs> I think, could be interesting. Peter Gabriel? Well. Taylor Gabriel. Taylor Dane? Dude. Taylor Gabriel. Peter Gabriel, I love his songs. Oh, no, no, no. Listen, Dad. What? Dad, we're oh. talking about football oh. players here, not, not music. Okay. Uh, but anyways, Snooze had two big games this year. I mean, literally two. Uh, he had 10 targets for nine catches, 84 yards against the Packers and a okay. touchdown. In week one, he had eight targets, five catches, 80 yards, and a touchdown against the Bucks. Uh, I think the Cardinals obviously will likely shadow Julio Jones with Patrick Peterson. Mohamed Sanu gets 68% of his yards out of the slot. The The Cardinals have had a little bit of trouble with slot receivers, too, because Tyron Matthews been in and out of the lineup. When he's been in there, he hasn't been himself coming off the ACL injury. Right. So, I mean, I think I think Sanu is in a, in a spot for a pretty good game here because it's not like the Falcons just straight up won't move the ball, and I doubt Jones is going to get erased, but if he's limited at all with Peterson there, I think this is a pretty good week to start Sanu. So does this mean I can get some of those death by Sanu Sanu jokes off on Twitter? If, if you wish to do a thing like that, it, that is a thing you could do. All right. And Gabriel, too, I think is like a, a big play Hail Mary threat. And you Maybe a DFS up. guy. Sure. Sure. Why not? Sure. <clears throat> I'm going to give you two. Oh, wow. Uh, I Cheater. I, I, I know. Seriously. <laughs> um, I, I've gone to this well before. It did not work. Too good. But l- I'll go to it again. I'm going to go Bryce Treggs. <laughs> wow. Just, look, get, just give us a next name. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pass. Look, he's taking on the Eagles. They're down to no, their like taking on the Packers. Packers. Oh, excuse me, the he's, the Packers. He's They're, on the Eagles. Thank you. This is <clears throat> well done. So yeah, far. exactly. Uh, <laughs> I the, feel confident. The, the analysis is going well. Uh, Bryce Treggs <laughs> on the Eagles taking on the Packers. They're down to like I don't know 14th DB. Man, such, such a homer pick. It's true. Cal. What? Such a homer. I'm Cal. just saying. Yeah, of all the, the of guy all with the Packers hat on. I'm Sheesh. just saying. Nobody stop. Nobody I'm just gets saying. over on the packed defense. <laughs> what? What is this? I'm just saying. Look, uh, plus Nelson Aguilar has been just bad. A train wreck. A uh, just a train wreck. <laughs> Look, man. Uh, there, wide receiver. Don't blame him for being born with skillets for hands. Oh. Oh, uh, I feel bad. I feel bad. Oh, for you him. think Do you guys see that? Caught like, that in the combine. Yeah. <laughs> medical recheck. I'm surprised they didn't flag. I feel bad. I feel kind of bad for Nelson Aguilar. He like he had an interview at his locker room where he's just like. I just I don't know what I'm doing wrong. He's seeing like, a sports uh, psychologist now. Yeah, it's, in his, it's pretty clearly uh, it's in his head. Like bad. Jordan Matthews last year. I so you guys are a bunch of jerks. I don't think it's I don't think it's possible that the Eagles coaching staff can roll him out there. No, I don't think it's possible. Uh, DB game. He needs a break. He needs a break. I think Bryce Treggs is going to step in. He's got four three four speed. The Packers are just I mean they're they're, just, they're bad. They're bad. I believe they've allowed more to to give a little credence to your pick here that we all just. Completely, completely spat all over uh <laughs> <laughs> the back the packers i believe i wrote about this next gen stats uh matchups column like they name drop allowed- <laughs> it's my name you idiot <laughs> <laughs> it's my name. this is an awful show this is an awful show to be a part of oh, um my God. so glad a member of my family is here to witness <clears throat> yes me, th- seeing this this is what he's gonna take this is what i do to get paid this is what i do to get paid it's ridiculous uh anyways uh, I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, they've allowed more. They've allowed more uh, deep ball touchdowns than any other team in the league. Yeah, Let's, Let's go. Let's get it. Austin right. Hooper is my other guy. Okay, Hooper, uh, <clears throat> hanging with Mr. Hooper, uh, taking on Arizona, who I understand is giving up the fewest tight end points uh, in fantasy. And I get it. They've given up zero touchdowns to the tight end position, but that means they're due. Oh. <laughs> 
Jacob Tammy's on IR now. Yeah, right? Jacob Tammy yeah. on IR. Uh, Hooper's seeing about five targets a game. He's played on 75% of the snaps. Mm. Uh, so he's out there a lot. Uh, I know Lo- Levine Toilolo uh, is out there as well. But again, if you look at the snap share, uh, Hooper's playing on 75% of the team's offensive snaps. So he's out there a lot. He's going to have a lot of opportunities. And, and I do believe uh, that the Atlanta Falcons will be able to move the ball a little bit uh, against the Cardinals. And if they get within, you know, goal to goal situations I wouldn't be surprised if they pay such heavy attention to Julio Jones and and all those other guys that maybe Austin Hooper uh, is able to you know uh, snake free for for an easy touchdown so we shall see all right let's do EDG every damn game let's try and keep it quick we're already pushing 40 minutes holy hell are we really yeah all right let's go LA at New Orleans Matt Harmon what you got well uh, the Saints defense, I think it's about time we recognize that they're not just a complete joke anymore. Uh, the last three games, they allowed 23 points to the Panthers, 23 points to the Broncos, and 23 points to the 49ers. So, I mean, they're they're no longer just getting shredded left and right. So, I mean, not that you were thinking about playing Jared Goff anyways. I mean, I hope not. He, on third <laughs> downs last week, he threw his passes about four yards shallow of of the uh, of the the yard to convert there. So I mean, they are just having him run a complete dink and dunk system. Uh, so I would not expect him to have like a real easy going uh, here. Cameron Jordan is balling out. Sheldon Rankins is back there too. So this is not a defense that we're just thinking the the opponent's just going to roll over anymore. Uh, and I, I do like Kenny Britt. I think in this game just because the targets are there. But for the Saints side, I think it's in every everybody in the pool game. Even though the Rams defense is very good. Tennessee at Chi-Town. MG, what are you watching? Uh, I'm watching the Titans. Oh, okay. Uh, That's going to be it. Defensively, we talked about it earlier. I expect they are going to kind of dominate and and swarm that Bears offense led by Matt Barkley uh, and really shut them down. They're going to do their best to take away Jordan Howard, uh, and there's no reason for you to think about starting any Bears in your lineup at all. None. At all. There's nothing but trash here. Uh, Basically. Uh, On the other side, the Titans, I mean, I think it's – it's all systems go. It's Marcus Mariota. It's yep. DeMarco Murray. It's Rashard Matthews. Uh, you know, it's Delaney Walker. Uh, Kendall Wright, maybe. Uh, if you are in a pinch and need, like, a flex option there, I mean, I think that's all possible. Uh, on, on Friday's NFL Fantasy Live, I made the uh, – actually, I think it's on NFL now. I take okay. that back. Uh, I made the mm, bold the gut prediction okay. that uh, DeMarco Murray <laughs> – We'll have more rushing yards than Matt Barkley has passing yards. Wow. That's pretty fun. That's a, it's a bold prediction. Well, that is. I like uh, that. You know? That's so cool. there you go. Arizona at Atlanta. Wiz? Uh, well, Harmon's deep sleeper was a good call because I was going to talk up Sanu in this section. He also plays 48% of his snaps in the slot, and you said, what, 68% of his yardage there? Yes. So, And as we mentioned, I think Jeremy Curley, both of his big games have been against Arizona this year. They've gotten beat by a couple other slot guys, so that's a good spot. Stealing my tips. Um, that's fine. Arizona wow. does, however, allow the lowest yard per carry in the league with just 3.25 yards per tote. So I still wouldn't be opposed to playing Devonta Freeman or Tevin Coleman because now that they're back in that little duo backfield there, we know Atlanta's going to do interesting things with them. Uh, on the flip side, I mean, I'm not trusting anybody other than Fitz or David Johnson in this uh, Arizona offense. I don't know about you guys. Uh, Desmond Trufant is a game-time decision, though, so that that could help the Arizona passing attack if he is out. Michael Floyd also popped up midweek with a hamstring issue, I believe. I think he's going to be very, uh, yeah. I don't want that in my life. Okay, there you go. Uh, New York Giants at Cleveland franchise. What do you got? Yeah, so uh, on the Giants side of the ball, Rashad Jennings all day. Me and Harmon were actually on Fantasy and Friends talking Jennings up in our little hipster segment. Yeah, Humble brag and a name drop. Dude. you guys are famous. And uh, Harmon pulled this stat 
in uh, Rashad Jennings averages 113 total yards and half a touchdown per game when he gets 16 or more touches. Okay. He uh, should get 16 or more against Cleveland. So he definitely get the volume. His volume uh, trends have – he had 26 touches last last week, best fantasy game. The Browns give up so many points to running backs and in general. So you're starting Rashad Jennings. Okay. You're probably starting OBJ despite the ESPN article headlined, Odell Beckham Jr. might face toughest matchup of season. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> I mean, clickbait. Yeah, like it was about Joe Hayden and how he's been good against uh, top wideouts, but still it's Beckham versus the Browns. And you're also probably starting Sterling Shepard as a flex play. He's second on the team. Oh, yeah. 72 targets, seven red zone targets, and three red zone touchdowns, which is the same amount that Odell Beckham has. But what, what about, about Paul Perkins, bruh? What about? No, what about San washed. Diego okay. let's, let's, can, we focus, can I say something real quick? Sure, though? please. Uh, I like Will Ty in that game yes. a lot. He's been it's playing on about 74% of the team snaps the last three weeks. Yep, yep, yep. Also, eh. like Corey Coleman have a big game this week. Meh. Meh. Okay. San Diego at Houston. <laughs> I don't know what that means. San Diego at Houston. Harmon, what you got? Okay, well, you just completely railroaded my Corey yeah. Coleman yeah. take, he did. whatever. He did. Okay, he did. Uh, anyways, uh, San Diego and Houston. Uh, well, I mean, we know what the Texans' offense is right now. and I Trash. Four. Yeah, C.J. Fedorowicz, I think, is the <laughs> <laughs> number one receiver, C.J. Fedorowicz, on the uh, on the Texans. What there. a world we live in. Yeah, uh, God. I think he's in line for another big game. I mean, the, the, the Chargers don't really have the uh, safety coverage right now to stop opposing tight ends. And he, like I said, he seems to be the top target there. You know, it was encouraging to see – Nuke kind of get going because getting going for him is like 54 yards now. <laughs> oh, boy. So sad. It, oh it's boy. pretty bad. But at the same time, I think the usage is there, and you can't really trust Will Fuller right now. So I, I'm not opposed to rolling out uh, Hopkins in this game against an injury-depleted uh, San Diego secondary. And then on the Chargers side, I mean, and we saw Amari Cooper and Mark, Michael Crabtree really struggle to separate against this Houston secondary. I, I still like Tyrell Williams, but if Travis Benjamin is going to come back, and he might play this week, that would be a little bit of a damper on him, but I think it's a big Melvin Gordon game. Jacksonville at Buffalo. MG, what you got? Uh, well, I'm very curious to keep an eye on Tyrod Taylor uh, because you know, you know how we love him in the stronghold. But uh, Ty God. I'm, I'm concerned about him simply because the, the Jaguars – Defensively, have not been a bad group this year. They they don't give up a ton of passing yards. But you, know, you mentioned Jalen Ramsey earlier in the year or early in the podcast, and he has done a good job against a lot of really talented receivers. Yeah, this man. Year. So that certainly worries me uh, about an offense that's not going to have Robert Woods most likely. Sammy Watkins may or may not play. I mean, I know he's trying to he's kind of angling to get on the field, right? But- yeah, I was seeing reports earlier in the day about his conditioning maybe not being where they want it to be because, you know, he hasn't played since week two. So, you know, that's something to keep an eye on. LaShawn McCoy may be playing, although he had thumb surgery last week. There are so many question marks could in be this offense wreck. right now that it could be really bad. Yeah, and it could be a train wreck. I mean, it's been amazing to watch Tyrod kind of be semi-productive with not a lot of weapons around him, but it just seems like... There's only so much that he can do by himself unless he can figure out how to throw and catch his own passes. Uh, it's kind of concerning. On the other side, uh, Blake Bortles. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Bill's defense. I don't know that I need to say anything more Blake than that. Bortles. Here's the thing. I, I feel like there's, there, is a, there is a universe in which Blake Bortles you know, goes out and does his customary throw a couple of picks in the first half and then comes yep. back with you know the garbage time points like he sure. does want to do. Okay. The one thing that frustrates me is TJ Yeldon uh, is probably not going to play. That doesn't frustrate me. What frustrates <laughs> me is that instead of sure. instead of seeing a whole heavy workload for Chris Ivory, now there's this talk that 
the Denard Robinson. Oh, shoelace, shoelace run bike. Oh, back yeah, might be there. He might be seeing some run in this one. Let's go shoelace. I don't know if this is just something because Michigan and Ohio State play on Saturdays. So we oh, want to like hype it up or whatever. I like that. Not cool, Gus Bradley. Uh, as long as Not there's cool. no uh, ponds. Near, uh, near, <laughs> we should be for him to you know drive into, drive into, pull a Michael uh, Scott. I like, I like Robinson this week from this game. Just yeah, gotta say, agree. If Alan garbage Robinson. time or not, not yeah, Alan Robinson. Denard Robinson should have clarified that. Yes. <laughs> uh, Cincinnati at Baltimore. Wiz, what you got? Kids, just say no to starting fantasy players in this game. Really? <laughs> really? I kind of like Joe Flacco. Why? No, no. Gross. As in, I mean, as a Steve person, Smith, I, no. Steve I, Smith is starting to come right. around a little so bit. I really tried to. Fu- really I really tried to fire myself about Joe Flacco in this one, and I just, I just couldn't. Okay. So here's the thing. I like Steve Smith. Uh, Cincinnati yeah. actually gives up the ninth highest catch rate and touchdown percentage in the league, despite giving allowing the second lowest targets per game to wide receivers. But on the opposite side, like this Bengals offense is going in, up against a good Baltimore defense. Just lost AJ Green. Just lost Gio Bernard. I want no part. I mean, I have to start Tyler Eifert. I mean, I'm still scared that, you know, as I think Harmon was the one that said it, losing A.J. Green's a big net loss, so even if Eifert gets more targets, we don't know if he's going to even be open. Right. Uh, the, the the Ravens' backfield is unsettled. Joe Flacco, no thank you. Andy Dalton, no thank you. Jeremy Hill, I mean, sure, he's going to get volume, but if you're getting excited about a 22-carry, 48-yard game with maybe a touchdown, then... Woo! Let's go. <laughs> Mike Wallace? <laughs> Maybe Mike Wallace. Like, Steve Smith and Mike Wallace are the only people I'm, like, semi-excited about in this game. That's why I think I'm, you play that's why I'm excited West about – that is why I'm excited about Joe Flacco. I mean, in, in theory, this is a great matchup for Dennis Pitta, but nothing about what Pitta has no. done this year suggests that he can No, that's overcome. why. It's just – and uh, this also – these games are typically low scoring in the AFC North. Yeah. This, this feels like it's got 13-6 to 6 written all, all over right. Can Can all can right. I just throw this out? Sure. Because I, I couldn't get anybody to bite on it in Slack, but I want to see if I can get anybody to bite on a beer bet. Nope. I believe that Brandon LaFell will outscore – 100% I'm in. Tyler Boyd. <laughs> I, I knew in. it. I knew I could get James Coe. I'm in. I'm on the LaFell. Let's go. Official, official beer bet. Yep, let's go. I'm in. Standard scoring. Standard, Standard scoring. scoring. Yep. Brandon LaFell, more points than yep. Tyler Boyd 100%. while A.J. Green is out. In the, I am oh, all wh- in on that. While A.J. Green is out or just this week? While A.J. Green is out. Okay. For the I'm duration. all in. Dirty, dirty right. little- oh, oh, we're going. Oh, let, well, we should do week by week in season. And no. In RLS. No? no. Oh. I said, I said while A.J. Green is out. While A.J. Green he is scores out. more points. In but, the then, interest but then we have to wait. In the, the interest of So what? In That's the interest right. of None of these beer bets ever get paid back anyways. Oh, I see. Hey, I bought franchises beer for the Rob Kelly beer bet. I'm just kidding. Yeah, they get, they get bought. Full disclosure, though. Like, yeah. He did throw this out on Slack, and none of us bid on it. But then, I don't remember if it was Harmon or Gelhar. Somebody was like, I bet you James Cole will buy them. <laughs> <laughs> I said that because you know because 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 James because James loves Tyler Boyd's athletic profile. Like he'll tell for whatever reason. I don't like his athletic does. profile. I just look. He's six one, two hundred pounds, and what he ran a four five eight forty. That's not great. I mean, I fit two thirds of that description. <laughs> That's not great. That's not. Which good. one don't you uh, don't you, don't? You uh, it's the, uh, the the forty time is maybe oh, a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm just you know I really strongly believe that the usage is going to go Brandon LaFell's yeah. way. Yeah. Okay. More upside, totally. There, and he's also a, a way worse player. So, do you know you don't know that? that you don't. That's, that's an, that is that is why I like this beer. I like it. Good, I'm okay. in. He, All right, let's he, go. look. Brandon LaFell made Tom Brady a viable <laughs> fantasy quarterback. <laughs> exactly. Okay. By the way, nobody, oh, uh, no, no team other than the San Francisco 49ers have allowed more touchdowns to receivers lining up on the right side of the offense, on uh, the right side of the offense, because they've had trouble at that left corner position. That's where Brandon LaFell takes his snaps. So. Oh, by the way, Jimmy Smith, most likely out of this game oh. as well. Yep. Let's go, Tyler Boyd. Cool. 
I like it. San Francisco. God, that discussion just made me sad. Yeah, I know. We spent so much time, time on Cincinnati Baltimore. All right. <laughs> for, especially for the, the lead being don't start <laughs> Don't start anybody. Here's 10 uh, minutes of analysis. Okay. Uh, San Francisco at Miami franchise. What you got? Probably starting Carlos Hyde. Uh, yep. Miami Rundy ranks 30th in the NFL. If he gets 18, 20 touches, he should be all right for you. Maybe stream Kaepernick. If you need a quarterback, he's averaging 21.8 fantasy points in his last three games. Hell yeah. QB1 uh, Kaepernick. On the other side, San Francisco's allowed a 100-yard rusher in eight of its last nine games. You're definitely starting Jay Ajayi, but a word of caution. What? There could possibly be three starting linemen out for the Miami uh, Miami offensive line. That's true. So we saw what happened last week against the Rams. Tannehill, Tannehill got sacked a bunch. Ajayi struggled. He hasn't scored in two straight games now. Be nice to see him bounce back. He'll probably get in the end zone. Just don't expect like twenty-five points from him with a banged-up O-line. I don't know if you're starting Devontae Parker or Kenny Stills because with that banged-up O-line, Tannehill might not have a lot of time to throw deep. Interesting. Uh, but Jarvis Landry is maybe a flex play, except his targets are pretty much cut in half since uh, the Dolphins' first four games, from eleven point two down to six point two. The last four games. That's little so no, little known fact at the beginning of uh, the month of November, uh, Jarvis Landry actually announced his retirement from the NFL. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, the Niners have given up. You said given up a hundred yard rusher in eight of their last nine games. It is funny that the one guy that didn't get a hundred yards in that span was David Johnson. What? Oh. <laughs> right. Sad. <laughs> he did have a hundred scrimmage yards, but he did not have a hundred rushing yards. Right. <laughs> that is, that's whack. This, this stuff doesn't make any sense. Seattle. <laughs> At Tampa Bay, Harmon, what you got? Yeah, franchise is talking about Thomas Rawls, and I mean, I totally, completely agree. I think he's got a 20-touch uh, workload in his future here. Okay. Tampa Bay's run defense is, is like, it has a good reputation, but they've allowed over 4.7 yards per carry the last four weeks, hmm. so they're starting to kind of crumble there. And, I mean, Russell Wilson is on fire. You play him again against a bad buck secondary. On Tampa's side, I wouldn't worry about Mike Evans too much at all going against, you know, Richard Sherman in that. Really? That, that, yeah, I mean – He's fine. Like he still gets a ton of targets. So I mean, at worst, I think he'll get a good floor play out. Okay, him. he's at, gigantic. At I would not want to use really anybody else in this game, though, on Tampa Bay. Sorry. Nah, Doug Martin scares the hell Great. out of me here. Did, just a word, a word of a word of uh, optimism, though, for the Bucks. Seattle has a pretty dicey uh, history going from the West Coast to the ten p or the ten a.m. start or ten. One oh, who cares about the East Coast? One p.m. Eastern <laughs> start time. Wow, that's, 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 a, big, that's, a, big, that's a big step from West Virginia. Who cares about the East I know. Coast? Shut! I love it's it. Four o five Eastern. Oh, is it one o five? Well, then ignore Pacific. what I just said. Okay. Holy hell! Fantastic. Why am I? Here? This is fine. Okay, Matt Harmon, who's an idiot. <laughs> New England at <laughs> the Jets. Mg, my guy, Marcus Grant. Well, you can start Tom Brady because why? He, I, I feel like he and and Bill Belichick take extra delight in beating the Jets. Oh, they for sure do. Even though Rex Ryan's not there, yep. like, they still just really, really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they're going to – so Tom Brady, obviously you're starting. Uh, I do like, as Franchise mentioned earlier, Deion Lewis this week. Uh, I, I think they're going to start to work him more into what they do offensively, so you're going to see that. Yep. And because the Jets are fairly stout against the run – um, yeah, I think LeGarrette Blunt is still fine because the guy's going to get his touches, especially down near the goal line. But uh, in terms of between the 20s, I think you're going to see a lot more Deion Lewis kind of getting work and being the guy to help be the chain mover there. Beyond that, the pass catchers, I don't know. Flip a coin, pull, yeah. draw straws. I mean, you know, especially if Gronk's not playing. Uh, I mean, we saw already with, you know, with Gronk not there, Martellus Bennett got locked down last week by the 49ers. Uh, you, you know, it, it's going to be hard to try to predict who between 
Julian Edelman, Malcolm Mitchell, Danny Amendola, Chris Hogan may be back. I mean, it's just going to be really hard to kind of figure out where the football is going. That's great for real football. It makes the Patriots really hard to defend. It makes them nearly impossible to predict from a fantasy standpoint. On the Jets' side, I mean, look, I don't know what you do with the passing game. We've seen this act before. Ryan Fitzpatrick is supposed to be back and starting again, but nothing that he's done this year uh, has suggested he's I – mean, the guy got benched for Bryce Petty. That's how bad things were for him. So I don't know how you can trust him or any of his I pass get- catchers. Uh, the only, I think, fantasy-relevant option is probably Matt Forte, simply because the, the Patriots up front have not been super strong this year, and Forte can still catch the ball out of the backfield. So uh, that is probably the only player with the Jets I think, that I feel confident. I think I might start Brandon Marshall, just because I would – Fitz, he, I think Marshall averages like three more targets per game with Fitz this year than without him. So he's going to get pummeled. And even if he, you know, we know Belichick likes to scheme away the other team's top option, that would probably be Marshall. But whatever, I'll, ta- I'll take that volume. Oh, by the way, I think uh, Elliot Harrison, I think, tweeted this last week that the Jets, this has nothing to do fantasy-wise, but it's just a fun stat. Okay. Uh, the Jets' tight end position has accounted for four catches this year. Holy Ooh. cow. Which last, I think last year, 12. Last year, Justin no, last year was like last year was like eight. And so they were kind of on pace to okay. duplicate the eight catches the tight end position That's had last crazy. year. That's crazy. Wow. They That's pretty much insane. just punted on that position for the last two or three years. Yep. Yeah. That is insane. That's not good. Uh, where are we here? Justin Perello has four catches this year. <laughs> <laughs> Currently not on it and activated. Oh, my what God. What the hell? Carolina at Oakland. Wiz, what you got? Uh... Look, there's Michael Orr. I think he just went on IR today, yeah. right? Correct. Yes. Ryan after, after being in the concussion protocol since week three, that's yeah, really that's, scary. Yeah, that's scary. Uh, Ryan Khalil's also going to be out in this game, so I'm not going to play Jay Stu, and I'd even be worried a little bit about Cam. We've seen him in recent weeks with that offensive line being really banged up. Just getting, He's getting hit a lot. He's getting pressured a ton, and it's tougher for him to – I mean, to they only, gotta, they only have to worry about Khalil Mack. I'm sure he'll be fine. And Bruce Irvin. <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, so that's 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 dicey. I mean, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to streaming a quarterback instead of playing Cam this week because that Oakland wow. defense is playing a little better. Hmm. Cam's Cam's had I think fewer than fifteen fantasy points in three straight weeks. That's a fire take. I like it. Um, I said I wouldn't be opposed to it. I didn't say you should do oh, it. Okay. But wow. you know, I'm, I if I I don't think I have Cam in a league, but if I did, I might talk myself into that. Other than that. Uh, Oakland, you know, no longer has tight end eraser near on ball, so Greg Olson is a great <laughs> player. And, uh, big, big strategy <laughs> whiff there. <laughs> and Kelvin Benjamin's a good play. On the flip side, I mean, you got to love Cooper this week. Uh, Harmon, you wrote about Crabtree having the tougher of the two matchups. I still wouldn't be afraid to start him. Um, I guess Latavius Murray. Panthers but, shut down run games. They do. Just for the touchdown upside, but I, I that's all you're hoping for. But the thing with that is the the Raiders running backs got shut down last week too, but they got a lot of receiving yards. Right. So True. Watch out for I that. I mean, deep threat Jamez Zolawale right. scored over. It's just, <laughs> it was just interesting. The running backs <laughs> the combined for 199 receiving oh. yards last week. Like legitimately though, Jamez Zolawale has two, like what, 60-some plus yard touchdown receptions <laughs> yeah. this year? Ridiculous. ridiculous. He, looks, he looks so ridiculous out there wearing number 49 streak. He was wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, basically this is a game where you – you would want to start the pass catchers on both sides, the, yeah. the primary ones, and, and leave everybody else on the bench. KC at Denver franchise. What do you got? Before I get into this, we just got the Patriots uh, injury report in yes. official. Tom Brady, who didn't practice Wednesday, Thursday, practiced limited today. He's questionable. So that means he'll probably play. He'll play. And Martellus Bennett, who didn't practice Thursday, got in limited practice Friday. So he'll maybe it was too. just a holiday off for those veterans. But it's probably true. I just wanted to note that before holidays. I got. All right, Chiefs, Denver. Like I said before on the phoner about Spencer Ware, the Chiefs. Bust alert. 
Chiefs, yeah, bust alert. Chiefs offense has just been struggling. They just haven't been producing, especially since Macklin's been out. Not that he was having a great year, but just his presence on the field might be uh, affecting them. Uh, this really interested me from our Next Gen Stats research packet. Um, the Denver pass rush is one of the best in the league with Von Miller and Shane Ray leading the NFL in average separation from quarterback at time of throw. So that means they're getting close to quarterbacks as they throw the ball. The league average is 4.86, hmm. and they are 3.77 and 3.80 respectively. So Pretty they're good. they're going to be on top of Alex Smith. But on the other side of that, Alex Smith uh, is tied for the shortest time to throw in the NFL with Drew Brees with 2.38 seconds. Well, when so, you're throwing to the line of scrimmage. Right. So he's already a quarterback who throws quickly. Um, and they're going to be on top of him, so it's going to be more of that, which means it's probably not going to be a great game for Tyreek Hill, who is a deep speed threat. The Broncos have locked down speed receivers this year. But Travis Kelsey could see a lot of looks. Um, High-volume play. You're not benching him anyway, but it's just an interesting matchup based on these next-gen stats. Okay. 50% of his production has come from lining up in the slot this year, and Denver is the worst defense in the league at defending tight ends and running backs from the slot Interesting. this Ooh. year. So uh, it's I a like nice it. little yeah. next-gen stats nugget for y'all. I'm, okay, a little, I'm sweating a little bit over here. I like it. Kate, Good. Green Bay at Philadelphia. Matt Harmon, what do you got? Yeah, so, I mean, we talked about – uh, Bryce Treggs a little bit and I mean this is really a matchup of weakness on weakness because the Packers have given up like we said a ton of deep ball production but Wentz has been one of the worst deep ball quarterbacks in the NFL this year in three games where he's averaged over 10 air yards per attempt uh, that that was week 6 against Washington week 9 against New York and week 11 against Seattle he has a 77 64 and 61 passer rating in those games so he's really been a short you know, dink and dunk quarterback. However, I, I also think that because the Packers have a real weakness in the middle of the field, we saw Kirk Cousins get 291 of his yards and all three of his touchdowns right down the middle of the field against Green Bay. And the Eagles' best weapons, Jordan Matthews and Zach Ertz, if you want to call them weapons, are in the middle of the field sort of players. So I think this could be a really good game to stream Carson Wentz. I think it's a good game to get those two guys uh, in your lineup. And then on Green Bay side, I think you just – you, you pretty much play everybody and hope that Kristen Michael gets uh, gets in there. I mean, the Eagles defense has been good at home, but it's hard to really identify like a clear matchup weakness for, for the Green Bay to exploit in this one, but I think you're you're siding on playing uh, all your Green Bay guys. Yeah, Jared Cook might might have some trouble in this game, though. I want to uh, say Rodgers has averaged like 44, 45 pass attempts a game over the last three or four weeks, wow. while, which has coincided with his defense falling apart. So even though, like you are saying, Harmon Wall, the Eagles are great at home, we can't really tell what the matchup is going to be, you got to start Cobb, Adams, and Nelson just based on that sheer volume alone. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to like – throw water on the Jared Cook thing after we were so excited to see it but you know he only caught one of his passes on on Monday night or Sunday night out of the traditional tight end formation so they're really using him as a split out wide receiver and and, Interesting. and slot guy uh, and the Eagles have pretty much shut those players down they allow a league low 15 catches to tight ends when lined up out of the slot or out wide let me throw a little bit more fuel onto this uh, Christian Michael fire oh Micah Daniels told reporters quote Christian Michael shook the whole defense in today's practice oh he's woke (laughs) (laughs) I'm quitting I quit (laughs) he's so woke (laughs) I love it I I mean anyone can shake the Packers defense Uh, maybe he's not that woke (laughs) all right let's let's welcome in a special guest and do daily daps all right let's do it extra extra 
All right, daily dap time. I will cede the floor to West Virginia's finest, Matt Harmon. What are you doing here, Emily? Um, no, this is my this is my sister. Everybody, what are you doing here? Everybody, say hi to my sister. Hello, hi, hi Emily. You know, I want to start off by saying I'm a little offended. What? Oh, uh, not no. to call anybody out, okay. but uh, Marcus and uh, <laughs> franchise. You all met me what an hour ago, mm-hmm. and you had to chat everybody because you forgot my name. Wow! Yeah. Wow! And no hard. What is uh, I remembered your names. So, uh, <laughs> so let me just say. So one in my defense. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. Mumbly Joe over here didn't <laughs> say it out loud. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Like, hey, this is my sister. <laughs> like, hey, like, so, so yes, instead of, like, I didn't want to be that guy like, hey, Harmon's sister. So hey, I tried right. you. All right. So I tried to wow. just. Please don't be offended. I forget people's names in three seconds. That's That's just franchise, is, franchise is really old. Well, he's really old. So he's, <laughs> about, he's right. 65 years no. old. Doesn't have good short-term memory. So. But she already called us out, so she fits in All right. Here, so, so, yeah. Yeah. Nice. so anyways, uh, Harmon, nice rip. we have her in here for her to try and help help you defend a point. I, yeah, I just want I want you to clear something up for the room. Yes. What state are we from? Oh God. Well, v- Virginia. West. But but and is Western Virginia? No. Right? Is Western. can you just clear something up for some of the idiots in the room? <laughs> Not going to call anybody out, but maybe the host of the show uh, named James Co. I thought we weren't calling people out. I thought about it now, but it's decided I'm going to just call you out anyway. Seems like a hard tradition to he not call anybody out, but yes. then call people out. Yes. Yes. Whatever, that's how the family <laughs> works. Uh, I just want you to explain to James yes. Coe, who's very bad at geography, that oh, West bad. Virginia and Virginia they're are not two the different states. Yeah, they're not the same. Are we sure about that? No. Sources. We need sources here. Wait, uh, this is a second source for okay. This is a second that's source. There's I believe West in she's biased, though. And there's Virginia. Can you, can you. I mean, like, have you looked at a map? Right. No. No, he hasn't. No, you no he hasn't looked at a map. That's biased. Point. So I just, I wanted to have you on the show okay. to really add some clarity to a situation that seems to be hard for a few people in the room. Well, seems- to be honest, we're really not sure where Matt's from. I mean... I'm not convinced he might be adopted or something. I don't know. Phil might be from West Virginia. So, I mean, I'm from Virginia. You heard it here first. I only speak for myself. Get this on Twitter right now. We're not sure where he's from. This really took a turn for the worse for me. I only represent myself and I'm from Virginia. Wow. Uh, you know, we, we've We're been walking. So ar- sure. We've been walking ar- around all day, and people have told us how much we look alike mm. all day in this office. Well, that would make said, sense. I see the resemblance. I, mean, I, can, I can see that. That's what I'm saying. So well, we're I'm obviously related. If you're from Virginia, looking, I'm, so doesn't mean doesn't exactly. mean you were born in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, facts are facts, man. He tries to bring his sister on to, to help him out. Okay, it <laughs> blows up in his face. Get the hell off my podcast. Get the hell off my podcast. Your podcast. I'll have her stay and do it yeah, daily. Your oh, yeah. my God. Wow. Woo. This, 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 this uh, turn. All right, so who wants to well start with okay. daily daps? Harmon, do you want to do one? Go ahead. Yeah, I will start. I was going to dap the fact that my sister came and it was so nice, but <laughs> screw that. <laughs> I'll here real quick. And uh, wait, you don't want to do, do one? Sure. Anyways. Let's Keep, so, the head, keep the headsets on. Let's go. So <laughs> I am going to dap a, a YouTube video that I found. So oh, okay. I think I've detailed this on the podcast before that there is a baby that lives underneath me. And yes. like mm-hmm. last winter, I really struggled because they were sleep training him. 
you know, or whatever it is mm-hmm. you parents do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, us dads. Training. Yeah, us, right. you, you dads do. Yeah. And he would cry in the middle of the night and wake me up unless I left my fan on. So I sleep with my fan on every night. However, uh, it's cold now here in California, or at least cold enough that I can't cold. leave. Cold. Oh, I can't. It's L.A. cold. It's L.A. Yeah. cold. Like, yeah, yeah, it gets yeah. too cold if I leave the fan on blowing cold air into my room. So, like, I either d- have to decide, do I freeze to death in my sleep or do i get woken up at three by a baby that i thought would be over the whole crying thing now it's a year later G- give me a break anyway so what i found <laughs> babies cry after they're a year old yeah it's unbelievable Shock. so what i what i found Shocking. on youtube is an 11 hour video of a of the sound of a fan white, blowing. white noise no no just a straight like i googled it's the sound uh, of a fan. fan yeah it's the sound of a fan just fan it plays for 11 hours, so now I have the sound of the fan, cancels out the baby crying, but I'm also not cold. So daily daps to that video. Wow. 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 It was it, like daily daps to an 11 hour fan sound. It changed. No, but it but it it really is a huge help in my life. Life changing. If you people don't understand that, then you know, <laughs> I what, what, I understand what, where you're coming from. The hell put that together and then decided to upload that POS to YouTube. But here's the thing, James. That is like one of ten that I found. <laughs> there are multiple ten-plus-hour videos of just the sound of a fan I mean, blowing. it's probably five minutes just looped over and over. Of course. Sure, sure yeah, of but course. it's, it's not like they recorded for I 11 hours. I haven't, noticed, right. uh, I haven't noticed any changes yet. That is amazing. Amazing wow, changes. I mean, I haven't noticed any it's great. Like, say, changes in the sound. Of my I love oh, it. okay, I hear you. All right, well, let's go to Harmon's sister. Do you have a daily dap? This is the part of the show where we dap something from That you anything. like or that, anything. Was, that was cool. Non-football related, mostly. Uh, I'm normally never prepared. Yeah, so. you're never prepared. Okay, another can, Harmon's not prepared. come Weird. back to Emily. Let's okay. go, we'll come back to no, Emily. No, I had one. Oh, oh okay, all right. Okay. I'm going to daily dap uh, the table last night. What do y'all call it? Oh, the, the truth table. Oh, the, the truth, truth table. table. Oh, what is God. Secrets table? are coming the out. The truth That's just where Harmon and I get kind of drunk at our apartment and talk okay. about life. You got the mistake kind of truck. I, I kind of like got the it. truth table. Yeah, the mistake truck. I don't want to dap that. <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about? Those tacos are it's, great. It's been dapped. It's been dapped. <laughs> okay. We're going to go with the table. All right. Cool. The, the truth table. The truth table. How many, it, how how many people did you guys have over at Friendsgiving yesterday? We had like 12 people, I think. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, but this was just back at our This was afterwards, yeah. Oh. Okay. Enjoyed some uh, good truth beverages and good truths okay, good. that Water. might be from uh, West Virginia nefarious place. Go sit, at, go sit at that table. Yep, oh. that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, I like it. MG, my guy, Mark Grant. Uh, I've got a daily dap and a request. Yes. Um, the daily dap is to Cam Newton and okay. his hats. Oh, his hats are his continual because it's kind of become one of the weekly storylines, at least for me, is after the after the game, after the Panthers game, and he does the press conference to see what kind of hat he's wearing. And uh, just a little while ago, as the Panthers were getting ready to head to Oakland for their, right. their game this week, yes, they put out one of those instead of saying business trip, which is annoying. It was just time to fly. Yeah, it's several you know pictures, a picture of several Panthers together, including Cam Newton, who's wearing this. He looks like Smokey the Bear. He oh, looks like Smokey the Bear if Smokey the Bear were like a huge Rage Against the Machine fan or something. <laughs> like, I can't figure out what this hat is. I, I was thinking it's more of a Kanye-inspired man with the yellow hat hat. Maybe. Man Curious with the George. yellow hat. Maybe. It's like, it's, like Pharrell, it's like Pharrell and Curious George were just right. kicking it somewhere. That's what it is. That's um, what it is. Whatever. It's amazing. And so now my request yes. is I want someone on the internet. Someone on the internet has to create, if it doesn't already exist, like a Tumblr or a Twitter feed or something just dedicated to Cam's hat. Kind of like I'm the, sure it already has its own J. Twitter account. Everything has its own Twitter. Well, I would I would want a Cam accessories because remember he had that tail that he on had on his that shoes. It, yeah, I mean, his right. shoes are oh, also the, a big part tail. of it. No, you know, no, but, he had the fox tail, just the straight up fox tail hanging out of his pocket. 
Yes. There was that as well. I don't know. We we need a Cam accessory Twitter. Oh, there, I, as we speak, there is okay. a Cam right. Newton hats. All right, there you go. So there we go. There you go. <laughs> Good go job, on. Internet. Yep. Whiskey from Wisconsin. Uh, I got a Daily Dap. Martin Scorsese's new movie, Silence. The trailer came out last this past week. It okay. looks awesome. It's about a, a couple of guys that they lose, uh, like a old school religious people. They lose one of their guys in like Japan, I think, and they go on like a mission to convert people and try and find him. And it's got Liam Neeson, Andrew Garfield, Adam Driver. Looks amazing. I've heard a lot of good things. It's a passion project for him. It's a oh, topic cool. he's explored a lot as a filmmaker, and I just can't wait to see it. So, uh, Can I just say, I was thinking about the old Star Wars movie, the, the episode one, and you're like, if you were to get a cast of Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, and uh, Natalie Portman, and Natalie Portman you're thinking, Samuel L. Jackson. You're thinking there's no chance in hell this movie could be bad. Mm. It was bad. Pretty good chance because it happened. Right, uh, Matt Franchise, Daily Dap. Yeah, so I'm going to give a daily dap to OK Go, which is a band who creates amazing music they videos. Do. If you've never seen any of their past music b- videos, just search them on Google. They're awesome. They had a famous one where they're all on dancing on treadmills. Yep. And then they had this crazy Rube Goldberg machine, which was basically a giant mouse trap to their video. And then they did like a zero gravity one a couple months ago. Oh, yeah. Their latest one just came out last week. And it's the title of the song is the one moment okay so they went with that theme and in like the highest definition you can possibly shoot they shot it's it's for a 4.2 second video clip of just all this stuff exploding colors paint guitars exploding and then they slow that clip down for the length of the song which is like four minutes Oh, so it's like mega slow-mo of just 4.2 seconds of things happening, and it lasts the duration of the song, and it's awesome. The guy who uh, is the lead singer of OK Go is like a visual like mastermind. Yeah. They're, it's they're, great. I don't know how he conceptualize these things, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. They're, right. they're awesome. Their music videos are so good. Uh, I will daily dap all these Rogue One trailers I'm starting to see. I'm getting fired up about it. It's, start, it's look. Oh wow. Okay. Nerds. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, I think it looks pretty good. I'm I'm excited to see it. So there you go. That's the show. Uh, we Woo! appreciate you guys tuning in. I had to get in and out of there quick. I think we were pushing two hours on that pod. It's all good. For the Whiskey from Wisconsin franchise, MG Matt Harmon and Matt Harmon's sister, both from West Virginia. I'm James. Not, not, not true. See ya. See you later. Stop that. You're my wonder. Thank you. Thank you. That was that was that was for America. Yeah. That uh I'm sorry, do you there, have relevant yeah, points to make? Now? There seems to be an issue. My mic uh, went off for a second. I'm sure that was an accident. Oh yeah, it's a complete Te- accident. Technical error. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.